Well, hello, everybody. How are you? Welcome, Remnant Warriors. Thank you so much for tuning in to this live broadcast. I want to uh, just share what's on my heart today. Many of you have been asking a lot of questions about what's going on. And there's so many things going on. You know, guys, there's so many things going on. And I know a lot of the saints, when I, when I say saints, I mean believers in Christ, a lot of you are going through warfare right now. A lot of you are dealing with significant amount of spiritual warfare. And so I just want you to know you're not alone if you're going through this. Uh, God is with you. He hears your prayers. I believe that God is going to respond to those prayers. Don't lose focus. Don't lose hope. Remember that God is with you even until the end of the age. And if you're standing, if you're standing for righteousness, if you're standing for truth, if you're speaking truth, if you're uh, you know, sharing with family members and friends and people in your congregations and you know, different people that you come in contact with every day, if you're out there sharing the truth, then you're over the target. And if you're over the target, what do we always say? You get flack. So it's, it's no coincidence. It's no mistake. If you're dealing with spiritual warfare, I just want to encourage you today. Listen, we deal with it too. Obviously, for those that have been following us and watching the things that have been going on, we have tremendous victories. We see God moving. We see miracles happening in our travels, which is amazing. We're blessed by those things. We're blessed by what God is doing. We believe we're on the cusp of a great move in this nation and probably around the world. And so we're excited about that. But, but in the meantime, simultaneously, we deal with tremendous warfare. So we understand. And we're in this together, guys. And that's why we have this amazing remnant community where God, I believe, is connecting people of like mind in this hour so that you know that you're not alone, so that you know that there are others like you, that you're not crazy you're not crazy for questioning what the mainstream corporate media are talking about. You're not crazy for, you know, when, when they tell you the sky is polka dot, you say, no, it's not. It's blue, <laughs> you know, and oh no, you're, you're crazy. You're full of hate. You're this, you're that. And they try to cancel you. So we know the Bible told us about this time. The Bible said that we would come to a time where, where they would call evil good and good evil. And this is the time that we're in. Now, whether we're in the end times, or we're in the birth pangs period, we know the hour is late and we're, we're experiencing, we're seeing there's a rise in the spirit of Antichrist. We're seeing, seeing many people that are literally going around with reprobate minds. I mean, literally, where they're calling a man a woman and they're telling you you're full of hate if you, if you don't capitulate or if you don't agree. It reminds me of uh, Nebuchadnezzar. You know, it reminds me of uh, what happened uh, in the fiery furnace when they wanted everybody to bow down. And that's what's happening is this cancel culture and, uh, and listen, this is a battle between light versus darkness. This is a battle uh, that we know. The word of God tells us it's not against uh, flesh and blood. It's against strongholds and principalities. So those are things that we're dealing with. And so if you're standing for righteousness, if you're standing for truth, if you're spending time in the word of God, you're spending time with the Lord in your devotional time daily, you're worshiping, you're going deeper, you're in the flow. Remember we talked about being in the flow? If you're in the flow and then you're experiencing warfare, and maybe you've never had this level of warfare before. Maybe you have. I believe God's prepared you for this time. I believe God's prepared us as end time warriors, you know, as remnant warriors for this time, for this season. So be encouraged because if you're getting this warfare, if you're feeling the flack, if you're being persecuted, then honestly, you're blessed. What, Pastor Todd, what are you talking about? How am I blessed? Well, you're blessed because that means that you're on the demonic radar. You know, remember, I know Peter, I know Paul, but who are you? You're a Peter. You're a Paul. 
and the demonic knows who you are. Why do you think, let, let, let's just make a connection here. You know, I'm a pastor out here in Nashville, and, uh, you know, I used to have a church in California. I'm actually going back to California this weekend, as a matter of fact. Uh, but, you know, had a church in California for many, many years, 17 years. I've been in the ministry over 20 years. And I'm out here in Nashville. We're doing the Religious Liberty Coalition. We're standing for Religious Liberty and Freedom. We're doing the radio show and podcast. You know, we're, we're doing a bunch of different things out here for the kingdom, you know, going speaking all around and uh, talking to officials and government, talking to different people, pushing for religious liberty and freedoms, pushing for uh, common sense policies in our nation. We're busy. We're real busy. We got remnant news, you know, all these different things that we're doing, right? But the thing is, is that like, there's a million people out there doing podcasts. There's a, there's so many radio people out there. There's so many pastors out there. Why is it that they write articles about Pastor Todd? Why is it that they write articles about guys like Greg Locke or some of my friends that are out there? Why is it that they're focused on guys like us? Well, I'll tell you why. It's because when you're over the target and you're speaking the truth and you're standing for righteousness and the demons know your name, and I'm, I'm, I'm referring to you. I'm, I'm, turning, I'm, I'm circling this back to you because if you're dealing with the warfare, it's because the demons know you. And why do the demons know you? Because you're standing for righteousness. You're standing for truth. The battle is not against flesh and blood, but against strongholds and principalities. So I often used to wonder, like, why is the media targeting me? Why are they coming after me? You know, why are they? And then, and then, and then God gave me the revelation where it's like, because you're over the target and you're speaking truth. And, and the demons know your name. You know, what does the Lord want us to do? He wants us to go into territories and to cast out, to drive out the demonic. Literally, to cast out, there's a, a word in the Greek, it's called ekbalo, to cast out, to drive out. That's what the word of God says. As, as believers, when we go out, go into the nations, go out, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. When you go out, you cast out, you drive out. That's because you're empowered by the Holy Spirit. How does that happen? It happens when you spend time in the secret place, when you spend time in worship, when you spend time. And so you're getting what I like to call the downloads, or some people call it the messages. You're getting the, the downloads from the Holy Spirit. And I, I encourage you, sometimes, I, you know, I, lot, I know a lot of people are watching a lot of videos, and you're out there, and there's a lot of people saying a lot of different things, right? But what I would encourage you to do is, is, is not watch all those videos, if that's you, but to spend that time, at least some of it, in the secret place, to spend that time with the Holy Spirit. Inquire from the Holy Spirit. I will tell you this. I get more divine strategy, divine wisdom, divine understanding from spending time in the secret place than I do listening to 50 videos because God gives me amazing downloads and honestly connects the dots, things that I would not know otherwise. It is absolutely, I mean, priceless spending time in the presence of the Lord. You get recharged, you get re- Re, you know, rekindled, recharged, refreshed. You stay on fire, hallelujah. And it is just the right thing to do as a saint, especially in this hour as a Christian, is to go deeper because, because the, the, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. That's what the Lord says. The weapons, so we got to put on the full armor of God every day. So of course we're going to have spiritual warfare. And I, I would love to tell you it's going to get better. I would love to tell you that it's going to get easier. But to be quite honest with you, I have to just be real it's probably not going to get easier. But I believe that the Lord is with his remnant, is with his righteous remnant, and he will give us the sustenance, the manna, what we need to get through this time. He will give us the energy, the strength, the words of wisdom, the strategy, 
so that you are not alone. You are never alone. We have the most valuable resource available, and that's the Holy Spirit. Just read Acts chapter 2. When, when the Holy Spirit came, there was a suddenly, like a mighty rushing wind. We have that availability to use to our advantage the tools in our toolbox. What a blessing. What a huge blessing that God has given us this resource of his Holy Spirit and the tools of the word of God so that we can understand the battle that we're in. And then when we look at the, the natural, we, we say, you know what? It's not as bad as it looks because that the Satan will rage. He will rage he will come like a, like a roaring lion, you know, want to devour us. You know, he's going to come and, and try to kill and steal and destroy and accuse of the devil, of the enemy. This is that he wants to come to try to kill, to try to steal, to try to destroy, to try to disrupt, to try to cause conflict, to try to cause division, to try to cause you to have fear. But what does God say? There's literally, in in perfect love, what does it do? It casts out fear. Perfect love casts out fear. What place does fear have with love? Perfect love casts out fear. God's love is perfect and it's powerful. And it's, it's literally what we need to get through this time. We will be successful. We will be victorious. We are overcomers. That's who we are in Jesus Christ. We're winners. The, the devil wants you to think you're a loser. The devil wants you to think you're defeated. The devil wants you to think it's all closing in on you. You know how many times he's tried to make me feel that way? Tell me that it's all closing in. Oh my gosh, Todd, it's all closing in. You're done. You know, you're, you're going to be finished. This, you know, that's what the devil says. That's what he tries to say to us, to lie. He's a liar. And that's what, this is what he does. He lies. But God has not given us that spirit of fear. God's given us power, love, and a sound mind. A sound mind. Think about that. A sound mind. To be able to accomplish all the different things that the Lord has for us to do. Every single day, the sound mind, so the sobriety, sound mind, wisdom, discernment, understanding of how to navigate through. And so even though it's a minefield, even though it's crazy and we think about all this crazy stuff that's going on in our world, it can be discouraging and you look at it and you're just like, what the heck is going on? But he's given us a sound mind and sobriety and wisdom. And, and what does it say? Peace that passes all understanding. Our yoke is easy. Our burden is light because he cares. He cares for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. And so I just want, you know, every day I, I get a lot of messages from a lot of people that are really beat down, really discouraged, you know, feeling isolated, feeling, you know, like there's no one around you, you know, no one. And, and, and this community is very important because we're able to exhort and encourage one another. And so I have all kinds of news and different things that I could be sharing with you right now. But, you know, they're trying to censor us so bad that, you know, if we even talk about certain things, they're trying to take down our accounts. They, it's, you know, I can't even tell you guys how wild it is. It's wild because it's like the media literally watches my live streams and they look for like anything that they can do. And if I say something about like the LGBTQ community, or if I say something about this or that, they'll take that soundbite. They'll take it out of context and then they'll put it on their publications and then what happens is people start threatening my life and, you know, it's crazy. This is what's going on. And that's why, you know, people say, why'd you take down your live? Or, you know, why, why, why aren't you saying everything you know? Because they're watching and, and they're going after guys like me. So it's, it's a wild time. And, and we need to just be, you know, operating in wisdom. And just so you know, we're always out here fighting. We're always out here standing for truth and righteousness. We're always out here doing the work that you know that we're up to. And so just know that we're, we're not going to stop fighting. We're not going to stop doing the things that we do because that's who we are. And that's what God's commissioned us to do. And so we're out here doing these things, but I can't, 
There was a time when I could just share everything, but now it's because the media is so involved and, uh, and, they, and they watch these streams and they try to go after us and threaten us and come to our house and do this thing called doxing. You guys heard about that doxing? Well, what they do with doxing is they literally put your address on the internet. So guys like Antifa and BLM and people that are like the foot soldiers of the left, you know, they send them near house and they, and they threaten your family. It's crazy. But this is the world that we're in. So we have to just be wise. And we know that God is with us. We know that we're protected. We know that there are warring angels around us. We know that the intercessors are praying. And so we just keep pressing ahead in Jesus. And, and this is what I want to encourage you because the Lord gave me a word recently and it was very simple. He said, it's going to be the best of times. It's going to be the worst of times at the same time. So the best of times and the worst of times at the same time. Well, what, what do you mean, God? What does that mean? Best of times and worst of times. What he means is, He's going to be moving in a very powerful way. We're going to see a great harvest. We're going to see miracles, signs, and wonders. We're going to see blessings like we have not seen. I believe people are going to be literally raised from the dead. I know that sounds crazy. You could take that soundbite, Newsweek. Pastor Todd says people will be raised from the dead. Yes. Yes, I believe people will be miraculously healed of cancer. I believe people will be miraculously healed of autoimmune deficiencies and disorders and all kinds of uh, diseases. I believe people are going to get up out of wheelchairs. I believe people are blind are going to see. I believe that uh, all kinds of things, you know, people with hearing deficiencies are going to hear. How do I know that? Well, because I've already seen it. I've already seen it. And so, you know, not only is my life a miracle, but, but we've seen miracles in the ministry as we've gone out there. And so they can, they can take the sound bite and say we're crazy. The best of times with the worst of times. So the best of times, we're going to see revival. We're going to see the Lord moving. We're going to see him protecting his remnant being with us even until the end of the age, blessing us, favor, end time transfer of wealth, hallelujah, all these things. And so you are never alone. You're never alone. You can always tap in to the Holy Spirit. You can always tap in to that, that love, perfect love, that John three sixteen love. But then the worst of times, what do I mean by the worst of times? Well, we're seeing, you know, riots in, in Cuba. We're seeing, you know, the president of Haiti assassinated. We're seeing South Africa having all kinds of you know, social uh, unrest. We're seeing America having social unrest. We're seeing, uh, you know, fraud and, and corruption here in our country. And, and so that's, you know, that's very disheartening to saints of God. That's very disheartening to us as we pray and we love our country. And we're, we're seeing patriots, people that love the country, being, being accused of being called terrorists. You know, they're calling patriots terrorists. Now they're saying that they're going to censor text messages. I mean, this is, it's dystopian. It's, it's Orwellian. It's like, what in the world? So the best of times, but the worst of times at the same time. And, and I, I want to tell you, I know a lot of people are praying and hoping that things go back to normal. And, uh, you know, what is normal? Let's define normal. What is normal? Is normal how it's been like in the 90s and, you know, the early 2000s? What is, what is normal? You know, what, what is normal? Well, I'm just going to tell you, I don't think it's going to go back. I know a lot of people are saying it's going to go back. It's going to be back to normal. That's what everybody desires. That's what people wish. But, you know, you can't. You can't put new wine in old wineskin. And the Lord has done something here. We, we've gone into a new era. This is a new period. It's a new period for the church. I don't believe God wants us to go back to the way things were. Because to be quite honest with you, things, things were getting, you know, we're really apathet apathetic. You know, the church was getting really uh, off course. You know, we were, we were worried about, you know, I, I remember these church growth seminars that people would go to. They'd all try to get me to go to that. You know, the fog machines and, and you know, the you know, all about the this and that and all this nonsense. And, you know, again, if you have fog machines, I'm not against you. But, but you know, we made these things like idols almost. You know, they were, they were, they were 
taking pastor's attention. And, and, and people stop being shepherds. They stop shepherding the people. They stop discipling the people. They stop confronting sin. So we, we can't go back to that again. So this is a new season. It's a new wineskin. And I believe the Lord is separating the wheat from the chaff. That's what this season is about. See, God loves his church so much. He loves his church so much. And, you know, I know we have all different types of things that we would like to see. We'd like to see President Trump, you know, in there again. We'd like to see, you know, just some, some type of, you know, I mean, what we're watching right now is just so heartbreaking. And people around the world are all talking about it, you know, and they, they're all looking at what in the world is going on in America, you know. We know what happened. You know what happened. I know what happened. I mean, look, there's all kinds of things that will be coming out soon. And, and this is going to be interesting. How is this going to play out? Are they, are they just going to completely take down channels of anybody talking about what's happening, what's coming out, these different places? I mean, what are they going to do? Probably, they're going to probably try to censor. We already know that's what they're doing. I mean, if they're going to, to the level of text messages, then we know there's some, somebody out there is panicked. Somebody out there is worried. So we know there's things coming down the pike, and, and we're praying, and I believe that some of these things that are coming down the pike are actually a, a, a manifestation in the natural of what we've been praying. We've been praying, very simply, What's been done in darkness, bring it to light, Lord. Bring it to light. What's been done in darkness, bring it to light. So that's what we've been praying. And, and, and meanwhile, in the natural, we're seeing a manifestation of those things. We're seeing things be coming out. We're seeing things being exposed. But I just, I want to tell you, hold on your horses. Hold on your horses because if you think this is the exposure, there's going to be a lot of exposure. And I, and I you know, the Bible says, uh, you know, judgment comes first in the house of the Lord. And, and uh, I really believe that uh, we're going to see some things in the house of the Lord that's going to blow people's minds of some of the expose and some of the things that come out. People that, you know, you know, people that we trusted, people that we thought were, you know, legitimate for a long time and big ministries and things. I think that there's going to be some exposure in that area as well. We've already seen some of it. So, so the thing is, is that we need to make sure that we keep our focus on Jesus Christ, the author, the finisher of our faith. Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, he's never stepped down from the throne. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, a long time ago when I was uh, in, in Bible college and then I got out of Bible college, I was working at a mega church. And uh, it was a good church. It was, a, you know, the leadership was good and there was sound doctrine and all that. But there were some things that I saw while I was on staff and I was like, oh my gosh, like what in the world? I was a young believer still. You know, and I saw some things and I was just like, what is this? You know, and I, I remember telling my parents and you know, sharing with just a few people because I didn't want to be a gossiper, but I was just like, what is going on? Like, what is this, right? And it was at that time, and I'm sharing this because I think this is what we're going to need to do. It was at that time that the Lord said to me, he said, Todd, you're going to have to really focus on your relationship with me. This is, this is between you and me because man is going to let you down. People are going to let you down. Ministries are going to let you down. But if you keep your eyes focused on me and you have a personal relationship with me, then you will be able to sustain in the long term. You will have longevity as a Christian. That's what the Lord told me. He said, if you, if you start focusing on man or, you know, you can like certain pastors, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you can have certain people you look up to. And, and I, I highly encourage accountability. I'm, I'm accountable. I highly encourage mentors. I have mentors. That's all good stuff. But I, but I just want to say there's sometimes we put too much faith or too much trust in man. And, and we, we, we put the focus on the man or the ministry. And then if that person, God forbid, falls, or let you down, then that affects a lot of people's walk. And that's what we can't have. And I really believe that's why the Lord spoke that to me many years ago, was he wanted me to make sure that I wasn't attached. My faith wasn't attached to man. My faith wasn't attached 
to a ministry. My faith wasn't attached to a person, okay? And and that's uh, really, really, really what what we need to make sure we do is, is that we have a personal relationship. We never want the Lord to say, I never knew you. We never want to be, we want to be the person. Remember I said earlier, I know Peter, I know Paul, but who are you? That was the demons speaking. And they were saying, I know Peter, I know Paul. Why did they know Peter and Paul? Because Peter and Paul had authority. Peter and Paul had authority. Why? Because they were living in a consecrated manner. They were walking in holiness. They were walking in purity. They were walking in righteousness. Were they perfect? No, they were not perfect. We will never attain perfection, but we, we can attain is consecration. We will never attain perfection, but what we can attain is consecration. Walking consecrated, holy. The Bible says, be ye holy for I'm holy. This is what the church stopped speaking about. Holiness, purity, righteousness, because that's where the authority comes in, saints. People say, where does the authority come in? Well, it comes in when you're walking in a consecrated manner, spending time in the secret place. And then you get the anointing, and it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. People say, well, how do I get the anointing? Spend time in the secret place. Inquire of the Lord and the Holy Spirit. You know, if you have a strong devotional life and you're spending time in the Word, it doesn't matter how many videos. You could have watched no videos of all these people telling all, all this stuff that they're saying. And look, I'm all for it. Like, be be informed, you know? Be watchman on the wall. I'm not against, you know, being an informed person. Listen, I'm an informed person. But we got to make sure we don't make that the idol and then stop spending time in the secret place. The Lord wants us to spend time in the secret place because that's where the authority and the anointing of the Holy Spirit comes upon us and gives us that wisdom, that vision, that direction, that understanding of how we navigate through the current situation that we're in. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? So that's the thing is that we want to encourage the saints of God is to spend time in the secret place, to spend time getting filled up, to spend time resting, to spend time, you know, the, this is where it's going to happen, guys. This is where you're going to get those visions. And, and the Lord is speaking. He's giving visions. He's giving wisdom. He's giving, and he's going to give you joy too. I want to see you walking in joy. God wants to see you walking in joy. He wants you to have a good marriage. He wants you to have good relationships. He wants you to be walking in peace. He wants you to be walking in joy. And so what this is, this period right now, this is a training. God is giving us a season here where it's an extension. Even though we have people in the White House and people running the country that we're concerned about, right? And, you know, all that, you know, we can get into that another day. But even though all that discouraging stuff is going on, we still have a little bit extra time here that God has given us. Look at our country is still standing. Amazing, right? It's, it's amazing, but it's here. It's still standing. You know, we're still, we still have the ability to go to the store and buy food. We still have the ability to drive our cars around. We still have essential freedoms. And I know it's getting tougher and I know it's discouraging. I know you look at critical race theory and you look at all this stuff out there and you're like, oh my gosh, what is going on in our world? Yes, very discouraging, very discouraging. But we still have this time to go deeper in our faith. We still have this time. And I believe, and I've said this publicly and I'll say it again, is God wants us to understand the authority that we have because there's something significant about the saints of God and the authority that we have as the church. I believe we can cast down, listen, they're talking about this Delta variant right now. You guys hearing this, the Delta variant? And they're all trying to put the fear in again. Everybody's fearful again. And then, you know, we might need to close down again. We might need to shut down. You know, people are, people, the hospitals are filling up. All this, there's always a new fear that they're pushing before it was the war on terror. We're going to have a terrorist attack. You know, we're on, remember the heightened alert? They had like a, you know, red alert, orange alert. Do you guys remember that? 
Remember that? And everybody was like, oh my gosh, am I going to be at a stadium and is there going to be a terrorist attack? Well, you know, it doesn't seem like a lot of people are talking about that these days. Now, they're talking about variants and COVID and all this different stuff, right? And again, it's, it's you know, listen, I'm not going to get into the argument about it right now. You know where I stand. I think most of you do. But a lot of this is just fear-based. You watch the mainstream corporate media. I advise you not to. That's why they hate me because I expose them. I, I call them modern-day prophets of Baal. I mean, just, you know, my dad watches Fox News. And I'll tell you, when I walk in his house and even for like 10 minutes, I'm like, oh, this is awful. You know, why are you watching this? That's Fox. I mean, there's a couple guys on there I like. Don't get me wrong. I like some of them. But, you know, a lot of it's just stress and fear and it's fear-based. It wants to keep everybody thinking, oh, my gosh, we're, we're in this horrible pandemic in the world. You know, there's, everything's going crazy around it. But what the devil wants us to, to forget, the devil wants us to forget is, is that we have authority and we can change things. How, Pastor Todd, how can you change? Well, through prayer. Because the Bible says the faith of a mustard seed moves a mountain. So God is not, is not giving us this spirit of fear. Power, love, and sound mind. So let's talk about that power. In, in the Greek and the Hebrew, that power, it really means authority. Authority to cast out. That's why we can change it. I've told people, you know, with COVID, if we would have all got together as the church in the beginning of COVID, and instead of closing down, instead of having fear, instead of letting all this stuff, if we would have just said, look, maybe we're staring a pandemic right in the eye right now, but we have authority in the name of Jesus, and we would have started casting out, driving out, instead of closing the churches, opening the churches, right? Opening, and, and started casting out, driving out, speaking in our spiritual language, declaring, decreeing, petitioning the Lord and the Holy Spirit, coming together, two or more. Isn't that what the Bible says, right? We have authority. So we can cast out the spirit of fear. We can, you know, curse the virus. Virus be gone in the name of Jesus. We curse you. Bind it, Lord, in Jesus' name. Bind the, the strong man. Cast it out. Drive it out. The authority in the name of Jesus to do this. That's who we are, saints. We have that authority. But we have to believe it. We have to believe that we have that authority. So now, hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? That's already done. We've moved on. We're in a different season now, even though they're talking about the Delta variant and all this stuff. It's a different season. But now what? We're still facing significant challenges as a country. We're still facing significant challenges as a body of Christ. So what is God wanting us to understand and learn? How do we respond right now? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it's very simple. We respond in understanding the weapons of our warfare. What does the Bible say about the weapons of our warfare? It says they are not carnal. Well, then what are they? They're fought in the supernatural. Well, how is it fought? Putting on the full armor of God, using the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. Using the sword of the spirit. It's the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. The word of God says in the name of Jesus, I'm able to trample on scorpions and demons. The word of God says we're able to cast out, to drive out, and that's what we're doing. We're going to change the atmosphere. Hallelujah. We understand our authority and what we're capable of doing, what we're able to do. And then we understand what the church is meant to do. We, we get into the rightful position of what the body of Christ is meant to be. Not to be fearful, not to be afraid. We're meant to be the head, not the tail. We're meant to be leaders. And so you're not defeated. And you're not, you're not, they're not, the enemies, you know, they could be encamped around you, but they're not going to overtake you. The Bible says the gates of hell will not prevail. And so I just want to encourage you today. Listen, this is a, this is a training season for the body of Christ. God has allowed this extra time 
so that we can be filled up, spend time in the secret place, get filled up, understand our authority, and then press in and take back this nation and, t- and be the church and be who we're meant to be and speak the full truth of the word of God and let people know what it means. And then we'll get people saved. We'll get them set free. We'll get them healed. We'll get them delivered. Listen, I had two friends from high school die this last month, two friends. One of them was a dear, dear friend. And it's very hard. It's very, very hard. And, you know, I, I, two people in my community have just died. One, uh, 37 years old, had a heart attack. I, he might have got the vaccine. I don't know. Another person uh, in our family, uh, you know, that was a close family friend, also just suddenly died. Very young man. This is happening. We are not promised tomorrow. We don't know. We don't know what the Lord is going to do. But what we do know is he's with us. And we do know is that he loves us. What we do know is that we have authority. So we're not defeated. So listen, I say all that to say this. Whatever you're going through in your life right now, if it's a marital issue, if it's a financial issue, if it's a spiritual issue, if it's a, well, they're all spiritual issues, I guess. But, you know, if it's a health issue, health related, take time today. Spend time in the secret place. Get filled up. Get strengthened in your faith. Remember who you are. Remember your identity in Jesus Christ. You are a winner. You are on the winning team. We win every time. Not sometimes, every time. Do you know that God wins every single time? And we're part of his team. We're on that team. We're on, we're on team Jesus. We're on the winning team. So the devil wants us to feel like we're losers. The devil wants us to feel like we're surrounded. The devil wants us to feel like we're defeated. But you are a victorious overcomer. That's who you are. So press in. If that relationship, listen, the grass is always greener on the other side. You know, some, some of you guys need to hear this right now. The grass is always greener on the other side. But when it's greener, that often means we're not watering our own lawn. Some of us need to water our own lawn. You know, you look at somebody else's marriage, you think, oh my gosh, their marriage is so much better. Why does that person understand him or her? And, you know, they have such a great, you know, um, you know, synchrony together. They're, they're just doing so good. And why, why doesn't my spouse get that? Or why is my spouse mean? Or why is my spouse, you know, and you start comparing. Don't compare. Don't compare. What can you do in your situation to make it better? What can you do? Press in. Spend time in the secret place. Contend. Pray fast. Understand your authority. Understand what you're capable of doing. This is how we win. People say, well, how do we win? This is how we win. I'm, I'm Literally, it's not me. I didn't come up with this. This is biblical. God wants us as the church, as the body, as the ecclesia to understand the authority that we have so that then we can transform this nation because that's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. You know, back in the day, the church used to be involved in education. The church used to be involved in the movie industry. The church used to be involved in just about every aspect of society. And then there were some liars that came along and they devised a very nefarious plan. And their plan was, tell them that there's a separation of church and state, even though it's a total lie, because that letter that they're talking about was actually a letter of the Danbury Baptist Church from the Thomas Jefferson campaign. And, and, and they basically were saying, or from, the, from his camp, in other words, and they were saying that we're going to stay out of the church's business. Not that the church needed to stay out of government. It was never about that. It was not about the church they needed to stay out of government. It was that the government was going to stay out of the church. And so this whole lie of separation of church and state... It, it, it's neutered and spayed the church. And this is why we can't go back to the old wineskin. We have to understand we're meant to be involved. We're meant to be involved in all aspects of society, government included. 
schools, education, Hollywood, everything. Some of you are called to Hollywood. Yes, go. Make disciples. Go. Cast out. Drive out. This is what God's saying. If you're, if you're having a passion in your heart, if there's a calling in your heart and God has put it there, I believe he has. If you have a passion, go. It's go time. It's go time. Hallelujah. Are you excited? Are you encouraged? Occupy until he comes. We are the winners. Take all the mountains. If you don't want to call them the mountains, you say that's a weird theology or whatever, then fine. Don't call them mountains. But what we're just basically saying is take every aspect of society because the church is meant to be the head, not the tail. Don't look at the grass being green on the other side. Step into what God has given you. Thank you, Lord, for this, this family that you've given me. Thank you, Lord, for this job that you've given me. Thank you, Lord, for the vision that you've given me. Thank you, Lord, for the health that you've given me. Thank you that I have a roof over my head. I'm going to go out today and I'm going to be about your business. And the demons will know your name. So if you're dealing with warfare, the demons know your name. Be blessed. You're blessed. That means you are sharing a legacy with the Apostle Paul, with Peter. Think about it. You, you're like a modern day one of them. If you're dealing with warfare, guess what? Peter dealt with warfare. Oh, yeah. Paul dealt with warfare. Oh, yeah. So if you're dealing with those things, all that means is, is that you're over the target. You're a modern day one of those people. And that's a good thing. And when you walk in the room, the demons know you. They know who you are. And you cast them out. You drive them out in the name of Jesus. The grass is not greener on the other side. Hallelujah. Water your own lawn. Spend time in the secret place. Stop comparing yourself to others. Don't compare yourself to others. Don't compare. Stop comparing. Oh my goodness. If you get into that comparing thing, you're going to be messed up. You're going to be messed up. Don't get into the comparing. You have your own call. It's a very specific, very unique. Just fill your own shoes. Don't worry about the other person's shoes. And don't think everybody else got it so much better. Listen, take it to me. Take it from me. Excuse me. Take it from me. I, I, I've met with celebrities. I've met with, you know, I'm not saying this to brag, but it's just the truth. You know, I met with state, state leaders, you know, governors, people of, of influence. It always looks so great. It always looks so wonderful. Oh my gosh, that person has it all. They got the money. They got the fame. Their life must be perfect. You know what I found out? Those people's lives are not perfect. They have issues, sometimes more issues than you. So don't compare. God made you fearfully and wonderfully, specifically for a time as this. He has a plan for your life. It's perfect. It's a perfect plan. He says that he has got hope and a future. Somebody need to hear this today. Hope and a future. The promise is yes and amen. You're not defeated. You're not done. Get up. Get in the game. This is how we're going to take back the territory. God's given us this season. Many people spoke a lot of things. Many people spoke a lot of things. Now it's go time. Now what do we do? Now what's the action? Okay, we realize there's a problem. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, there's a problem. Thank you, Lord. We know there's a problem. How do we fix it? How do we, how do, what do we do now? God's going to give us that solution. He's going to give us that strategy. Amen? All right, guys. Listen, I never know what God is going to have me talk about. And then the spirit starts falling. I feel like the presence of the Lord is in this podcast right now. I never know what he's going to say, but he started to speak. And I believe it's, it's a word. It's a now word. Be encouraged. Be strengthened in your faith. Share this message. Let people know God loves you. He's not done with your life. He's not done with you. Get out there. Get in the game. Listen, if you don't like critical race theory, go to your school board. Get involved in the community. 
You know, you don't like some of these things that are going on? Get out there. Get involved. Be vocal. The more of us that speak up, the more of us, they're going to have a hard time. We are the majority. That's why they want to censor us. That's why they want to silence us. You are not alone. You're not isolated. Even though it feels like it, you're not isolated. There's people, there's thousands, millions of people that agree with you. They want us to feel like we're alone. You're not alone. All right? All right, guys. Love you. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon. God bless.